0: Welcome to Hauntings and Booze, episode number 25 Urban Legends and the New Jersey Watcher. I'm Natalie.
1: And I'm Ari.
0: Ari! And we are excited to be here tonight. Thank you guys for listening in. And we're thrilled to present you a kind of like more, I guess, relaxed episode yeah. to help you know bring in that spooky season that's soon to be coming along. Our favorite
1: October, Halloween,
0: October. We love October. Can you tell? <laughs> so yeah, so uh, just you know more relaxed. And we're gonna talk about a couple of urban legends, the New Jersey Watcher, which I've never heard of. So excited to hear about that. Yes. And yeah, he's gonna take us through a little muddle of stories here. <laughs> And we are actually having a Michelob Ultra this evening. Cheers. 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 So we're having Michelob Ultra and it's good and it's simple. And, you know, we ate some, I ate so much crap today. I don't know about you.
1: I haven't eaten actually all day. So this is going to hit me and it might sound in the episode, but it's okay. It's
0: okay. It's fine. So I had, <laughs> I had just, a, just a dump of crap all day. So mm. a dump of crap, if a that dump makes of any crap. sense. I don't know. Just a little crap. So um, I'm just going to have my little light beer to kind of just digest. Nice. Yeah, nice. So, but before you get into your stories, mm-hmm. I need to share.
1: Uh oh. So,
0: this week I was out and about. I was actually um, in Atlantic City mm. and I had a New Jersey Funeral Directors Association conference to attend. Nice. For the virtual streaming company that my colleague and I were representing. Everything was great. Came back late last night um, to the Houston George Bush Airport. And it was probably around, I'd say, like 1130-ish when I got home. Mm -hmm. So hubby, the kids, they were like passed out. They were tired. So they were sleeping. And, you know, you're like, you get off the plane. Then I got my car from the parking lot. I was driving over here. So I was like awake. I could not go to bed. And it was like 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning. I put all my stuff away, you know, did my laundry, like put it. Like I just was wired. I couldn't go to bed.
1: You weren't worried about waking anyone up?
0: I, I was quiet believe it or not i did all these things in a very quiet fashion you
1: used the washer machine
0: no no i just put my stuff in there
1: <laughs> okay started <laughs> <to> vacuuming
0: <laughs> I, oh, I should have explained that i just put my stuff in the washing machine in
1: preparation
0: and prepared it with detergent and softener <laughs> to press the button in the morning gotcha there yeah that didn't make sense right so anyway so i'm sitting there i'm like all right let me let me try to go to bed so I go to bed, and uh, if any of our listeners recall, I always wear my little sleeping mask. Mm-hmm. I go ahead, and Greg is dead to the world; he's passed out. Put my little sleeping mask on, and I'm like, "All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to sleep." I know I could do it. And it was like around 2:10 at this point, so I'm sitting there, and probably like 10 minutes went by or so, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, I hear like scuffling. We have like a, a carpet on the on, upstairs where the bedrooms are. Yeah. And I hear a scuffling of like feet. So, I figured it was one of the girls. Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, crap, they, I probably woke them up with all the commotion, you know?" So, I didn't I didn't say anything. I acted like I'm sleeping cuz I'm like, if I act like I'm sleeping and I miss them so much, I want to like hug them and say hi, but I don't want to, you know, just cause a lot of noise. Uh-huh. So, I'm like, "All right, if I act like I'm sleeping, they'll probably go back to bed cuz they know I'm tired from the trip." And I hear the walking getting closer. I was like, shit, now they're going to tap me, which they usually do. and be like, mommy. You know, so I'm like, ah, waiting for it, waiting for it. And I hear the walking, and it's like literally now right next to me. And I'm like, okay, why aren't they saying anything or doing anything? Yeah. And as I'm sitting there waiting for, you know, the little finger in my shoulder, there's nothing, just silence. But I can feel someone right next to me on the bed.
1: Mm. And
0: I'm like, Okay, so at this point, I'm kind of like a little freaking out and I'm like, I don't think it's the kids. (laughs) And I took my mask off and I had this water bottle next to me Mm -hmm. on the dresser Mm -hmm. and it was placed down.
1: The water bottle. The water
0: bottle, like somebody like took it and just put it sideways. Uh huh. And I was like, okay. now I'm like, so I actually looked, you know, not under the bed, but I looked like on the side because it's a tall bed. Yeah. Expecting one of the kids to be there, like just fucking with me. Right. Nobody was there. I was like, okay, cool. So I put the water bottle back up in its standing position. And I'm like, maybe I did it. And I'm just so tired. You know, I wasn't I just wasn't thinking. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to sleep now. Not at this point, you know, I'm even more worried and I can't sleep <laughs> right. and I'm getting anxious. I'm like, all right, what is this? Something's in the room. <laughs> so I go ahead. I put my mask back on. And that little bit of walking that was happening turns into like almost a run, mm. but out of the room. Mm-hmm. At this point, I'm like, all right, that's not the I get up. I take my mask off. And I follow the noise and yeah. the kid because I'm like maybe it is the kids you know so I got they were both passed out Greg was passed out and there was nothing there
1: where did the running lead to
0: into the playroom okay and there was nothing there and I can't tell you how many times both kids especially the little one have said that they feel something in the playroom by the guest room area.
1: And we're, I don't know and that they've seen in-
0: shadows. And I'm like, guys, you know, you guys hear me talking sometimes, it's your imagination. I don't say a lot of these things in front of the kids, but I've always felt like something in that area. And last night, whatever it was, made itself very abundantly clear that it was there.
1: But did it feel hostile or just curious?
0: No, I just felt, for what, for whatever reason, I felt a little anxious with it around. Mm-hmm. But I just think it was just, I was exhausted. I was tired. And I just got kind of annoyed the second time when it ran out. Because I'm like, look, just whatever you are, what, what do you want? Yeah. You know, but I didn't want to talk because you know what happens when I start talking to these things. So <laughs> I just let it go. And then it was just quiet. And I went back to bed and I probably went to bed at like 3.30 in the morning. No,
1: you actually slept, though.
0: I, yeah, for like two hours.
1: <laughs> <laughs> at least you slept. But I kept
0: like peeking my mask and kept putting it up and down. And I'm like, okay, just keep the damn mask on. And, but I wanted to check on the kids. So yeah. that's what I was kind of freaked out about. Yeah, that's The kids kind of- were fine. That's so, creepy. Yeah, that's my, my little story. So sorry to take over, but I had to share that with everybody.
1: No, it's good that you shared it because uh, not many experiences have happened in that house, right?
0: No, it's been, well, except for someone I spoke to, but that's a whole other episode. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to talk about that right now.
1: We'll get into that another yeah. episode.
0: Yeah, we'll talk about that another episode. You guys will think I'm crazy later, not yet.
1: Yeah, I think <laughs> they already, <laughs> they're already uh, speculating. We'll save the <laughs> insanity
0: for later, because right now we're keeping it sane.
1: Yeah, Yeah. right?
0: So, floor's yours now. You talk about these urban legends and tell us about this New Jersey watcha.
1: Ah, the floor is mine now. The floor is yours. So, um, I don't know about you, but I love urban legends. I haven't actually heard them for many years.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, same here.
1: Yeah, since I was a pretty much a teenager, even a kid, I would hear urban legends. But anyway, let's get into some urban legends. Let's hear <clears> it. Now, let's this hear. one, usually it's, an, uh, it's it goes by the name of Killer in the Backseat. And this is pretty much the legend of it. The legend involves a woman who is drawing, oh, drying. She's
0: drawing? <laughs>
1: I'm going to make a lot of mistakes <laughs> in this episode, so I'm <laughs> highly buzzed. Don't worry about it. Me
0: too. Me too. I think I need a second one, actually.
1: I know. We need to go downstairs and get more. Yeah. So the legend involves a woman who is driving and being followed by a car or truck. The mysterious pursuer flashes his high beams, tailgates her, and sometimes even rams the vehicle. Oh, I Are heard you this. familiar with this mm-hmm, yet? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when she finally makes it home, she realizes that the driver was trying to warn her that there was a man, a murderer, or escaped mental patient usually, mm. hiding in the back seat. Each time the man sat up to attack her, the driver behind had used his high beams to scare the killer, causing him to duck back down and not kill the woman.
0: Oh my god. While she's driving. While
1: she's driving.
0: <laughs> Imagine that happening.
1: You know, it doesn't seem like a far-fetched urban legend. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's happened.
0: Yeah, well, every time I get into the car, especially when it's dark, mm-hmm. like from the market, or I always look in the backseat because of this story. Yeah. I'm always looking in the backseat. I mean, I drive a damn Prius, so they have to be pretty damn small yeah, yeah, yeah. to get... <laughs> A little
1: eco-friendly murderer. I'm going to get you. Sorry. Stupid. So uh, another version of the story that I haven't heard that I thought was pretty cool and more relatable to hauntings and booze Mm. is uh, the woman gets into her car, and then a crazed person leaps out from nowhere and starts shouting gibberish and slamming their hands on the car. They're just incoherent.
0: While she's parked?
1: While she's like at a light or something. Okay, okay. So the woman quickly manages to escape from them, But no matter how far or which direction she drives, every time she stops, the same crazy person appears and attacks the car. Hmm. The woman then arrives at a police station and tells the police about the crazed person. The police calm her down and offer to drive her back to her house or a safe place in, in other versions of the story. right. But when they go with her to get the things from the car, they find the killer hiding behind the driver's seat all along. As it turns out, the crazed person that was chasing the woman was the ghost of one of the killer's victims trying to either warn the woman or get at the killer.
0: So the killer was in the car the whole time. Mm-hmm. And basically the ghost, the, the spirit of someone he murdered yeah. was the one banging on the car trying to get her attention. To
1: try to prevent another murder. I never heard that one. That one was I've cool. not heard that one. Yeah, I enjoyed that one.
0: Hmm. But think about it though. I, I mean that's pretty cool though that's a cool spirit to have around
1: yeah I mean it's not locked into f- any one location and they can travel around that's pretty cool that
0: makes sense though because mm-hmm. I was like how would they do that yeah that's pretty cool I got the I got, the I shivers. got chills
1: I <laughs> got <laughs> so the origins of this story from what I, I gathered uh, the story has been identified as circulating at least as early as the 1960s and may have gained more widespread recognition after appearing in a letter to advice columnists and Landers in 1982. It has been speculated that the legend may have been inspired by vaguely similar case, which took place in 1964, in which an escape murderer hid in the backseat of a car, only to end up shot by the car's owner, who was a police detective. Ah. So it really happened that someone was in the backseat. Okay. But he was a detective, I guess, off duty, and shot the guy. Good for him.
0: Yeah the hell? That's <laughs> with the wrong popo.
1: Second Amendment. <laughs> yeah, right? Thank God we're in Texas. Like... <laughs> <laughs> so, moving on to the next urban legend. This is one I've never heard, and actually, it's from Japan. Okay. And it's Hanako-san.
0: Hmm, never heard of that one. No it's Hanako-san.
1: Hanako-san, the legend and its variations. Okay. So, according to legend, Hanako-san is the spirit of a young girl who haunts school toilets
0: school toilets yeah
1: she doesn't like them like
0: she's in the <laughs> no. toilet or out by the to- or like no, the she's bathroom like, area like in the bathroom area okay yeah. okay so i would say bathrooms instead of toilets uh,
1: i'll further clarify because oh, she actually is in the toilet oh okay <laughs> not, not in the toilet but in the stall all right, all right let's let's hear this one
0: because i'm like what is she doing in the toilet so she
1: <laughs> is she if you remember from the suicide forest what yuris are she's described as a yuri which okay. is a ghost a japanese ghost right So the details of her physical appearance vary across different sources, but she is commonly described as having a bobbed haircut and as wearing a red skirt or dress. The details of Hanako-san's origin also vary depending on the account. In some versions, Hanako-san was a child who was murdered by a stranger or an abusive parent in a school toilet. And that one sounds kind of far-fetched. So
0: wait, it was a stranger and an abusive parent?
1: Was a child who was murdered by a stranger or an abusive parent in a school toilet. But how would a stranger just randomly go into a school and murder a
0: kid? And why would you even... So you were the parent. Like, why would you do it? Okay, go on. (laughs) Yeah, let (laughs) me... Never mind. Sorry, sorry. Go on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's happened before. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Okay. So another version: she was a girl who committed suicide in a school toilet. Okay. And another version: she was a child who lived during World War II and was... During a hide and seek game, the air raids came and you know killed in the her. Toilet, yeah, in
0: the bathroom. Okay, in, while
1: playing hide and seek.
0: Okay, I see those two versions as being more believable. Yes. Yeah.
1: So, in order to summon her, okay, it is often said that the in- individuals must enter a girl's toilet, and it's usually on the third floor of a school. I don't know what relevance that plays, but okay. it's usually the third floor. Okay. And you have to knock three times on the third stall. So it's all three, three, threes.
0: So, on the door of the stall. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: And ask if Hanako-san is present. If Hanako-san is there, she will reply with some variations of yes I am. Or uh, depending on the story, the individual may then witness the appearance of a bloody or ghostly hand. Hmm. The hand or Hanako-san herself may pull the individual into a toilet, which may lead to hell. Oh. Yes.
0: Well, (laughs) that's not a toilet I want to visit.
1: Or the individual (laughs) may be eaten by a three-headed lizard who claims that the individual was invading Hanako's privacy.
0: Oh, this is interesting.
1: Yeah, this one's different. <laughs>
0: this is very... got that
1: Japanese flair to it.
0: Yeah, it sure does. I, I Still, though, I don't think I would try it. I don't think I would... You know, I don't know. Would you go to the third floor and knock the on the third stall, stall? And knock
1: three times? And... and it was
0: a three-headed lizard? Yeah. The number three, huh? Right, but so... you know what's weird, though? Mm-hmm. How many people have experienced weird shit at mm-hmm. three in the morning. Yeah. You know, we talk about the three. The threes. And when I wake up at three in the morning, I'm like, go back to bed. Go back to yeah. bed. Go. So it's, and like, even yesterday, I mean, it was earlier than three, but it was getting there. Yeah. And I was like, shit.
1: Yeah, I read The that witching hour, man. It's like, um, what is it? A mock on the Holy Trinity.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. So I'm like, Mm-mm, I don't want to wake up at three. <laughs> All <laughs> so- right, that's...
1: So this story actually, it's dated back to the 1470s and it's super popular in Japan and yeah. pretty much all the students know about it and they kind of fuck with each other and do oh, this yeah, story. Sure. And-
0: hmm. I'd, love, I'd love for someone from Japan, I don't think we have listeners from Japan yet, okay, but, hopefully. but hopefully. if you're from Japan, your culture, you've got mm-hmm. family there, ask and let us know. I yeah. want to know about this. Have I'm you guys tried sound. it? Has I- anything happened?
1: Three <laughs> <laughs> so headed lizard,
0: third stall, toilet, go to hell. Yeah. Tell us the whole
1: portal to hell is interesting.
0: Yeah, in the toilet. I mean, yeah. I
1: yeah, do you get flushed down the toilet? I or? don't
0: know. I think Satan would be more creative than that, but then again, who knows?
1: Oh, that's kind of uh, yeah, I have no idea actually.
0: Yeah, interesting.
1: So, moving on to the next story. I'll never look at a toilet
0: the same. Sorry, go
1: ahead. <laughs> Are you familiar with the hook?
0: No. Uh, you know what you're saying the title once you get into it i don't know let's hear the story this
1: one brought me back because i was there's so many variations of the story but i'm going to talk about a few okay so the story the story is thought to date back to the mid 1950s and it gained significant attention when it was reprinted in the advice column of dear abby in
0: 1960 okay it has since you mention dear abby before did i i thought you did
1: oh no <laughs> oh, Abby. Sorry. Abby. <gasps> I said
0: Abby
1: before. I, I might have. I might be tripping. I'm like ignore really me. buzzed right now. <laughs>
0: yeah, me too. So I'm like i thought I feel like deja vu. Like you just said this. I couldn't. is so weird. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry.
1: So it, uh, where the hell am I? Okay. So it's Dear like, Abby sorry. in the 1960s. It has become a morality archetype in popular culture and has been referenced in various horror films. So okay. From the Hook. because okay. The Hook is very popular. So basically the legend, legend, the legend? <laughs> the legend, the legend, the basic premise involves a young couple cuddling in a car with a radio playing cuddling. There's oh, mm-hmm. okay, so a whole bunch yeah. of different, <laughs> well in the
0: 50s people only cuddled, they didn't have sex, yes. okay, come on now.
1: Especially not in cars, no, especially no. not married. Definitely
0: not. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so. so suddenly a news bulletin reports that a serial killer with a hook Mm. has just escaped a nearby institution
0: i've heard this i've heard this okay
1: disturbed by the news they decide to quickly get the fuck out of there
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's the story yes
1: so in the end once they get back to the woman's house the killer's hook is either found hanging from the door handle or embedded into the door itself Hmm. and they narrowly escape death Okay. So there's other alternate versions, and I'm more familiar with some of the alternate versions. Okay. This is like, that was the peaceful, they all escaped. Yeah, 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 yeah. So in a different version, the couple drive through an unknown part of the country late at night, and they stop in the middle of the woods because the car breaks down, or it's usually like uh, they run out of gas or yeah, something.
0: Yeah, this is the one I've heard, the one yeah. you're about to tell. Yeah, I know what you're going. Okay.
1: So while waiting for him to return, the woman turns on the mm. radio and hears the report of an escaped mental patient. Mm-hmm. She is then disturbed many times by a thumping on the roof of the car. Yeah. So she eventually ex- exits and sees the escape patient sitting on the roof, banging the man's severed head on it.
0: Yeah, her boyfriend, right? Yeah. Yes, that's the one I've heard. That's yeah. the one I've heard. Okay. And that's creepy. Like,
1: I, I mean, they all seem like plausible things, right? Yeah. Because totally. fucked up shit happens all the time.
0: It sure does. So, yeah, that one's the one I've heard.
1: Yeah. That was freaky they,
0: and i heard I, i'm like trying to remember my god it was so long ago something where the mental patient had hung him mm-hmm. and his feet were, were, we're dragging right on the on the hood so yeah. there's a lot of variations yeah. of this one yeah there's so many yeah 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 yeah, yeah one of one. them must be true it's creepy though because we <laughs> lived upstate like where it's all woodsy and shit you yeah. know and i remember back in the day being in the woods just hanging out you know and yeah. and like remembering urban legends like this and It could so happen. Like, imagine running out of gas in, like, upstate New York. There's nothing around. There's There's no lights. Yeah, and some mental patients running around. Yeah. No, it's creepy. That's creepy. That's scarier than ghosts, if you think about it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So, yeah, this one also... Dear Abby. <laughs> Dear Abby. Dear
0: Abby. Damn Abby. Damn Abby.
1: But someone did send in a letter about the origins, but they just really said, um, if you are interested in teenagers, you will print the story. Yeah. I don't know whether it's true or not, but it doesn't matter because it served its purpose for me. A fellow and his day pulled into their favorite lover's lane to listen to the radio and do a little necking.
0: Necking. Necking. Neck. <laughs> you
1: want a neck? Your neck real good, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so the music was interrupted by an announcer who said there was an escaped convict in the area and it served time for rape and robbery. How do you do that too? Like you have enough time to rob a place and then on the way out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want to rape somebody while I'm out of here. Not yeah. that that's funny. Not that it's funny, oh but
1: it's just, it seems that's... kind of inconvenient in Yeah, time.
0: that's a hell of a title <laughs> there, but go on, do tell.
1: And he was described as having a hook of, on the right hand. The couple became frightened and drove away. When okay. the boy took his girl home, he went around to open the door for her as a proper gentleman did. Mm-hmm. Then Back then. And should be now. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> then he saw a hook on the door handle. And pretty much uh, it's just someone that wrote into Dear Abby and said that they heard about this.
0: That it happened. And that's how yeah. it like, There's like a billion, exploded. a billion versions of this freaking story. So,
1: Next yeah. story. Now, this one, I'm pretty sure you've heard of it because uh, I've heard of it. So.
0: Which one? <laughs> what it's is called it? <laughs> The up.
1: Babysitter and the Man Upstairs.
0: I have heard of this you one. Have. But let's see which version okay. you're going to tell us. Because... I only took one version. Okay. i took one version? <laughs> <laughs> let's Let's not go there. I don't want to... We're not talking <laughs> about virgins here, okay? <laughs> I've only taken one virgin.
1: <laughs> so, the legend has it that it uh, details a teenage girl who was watching television at night mm. while babysitting after the children. And the, she put the, the children uh, to sleep upstairs when okay. she was downstairs watching TV. So, the phone rings and uh, it's an un- unknown caller. Okay. And the unknown caller tells her, check the children. The girl... The girl dismisses the call, but the anonymous caller dials back several times and the girl becomes increasingly frightened. Mm -hmm. Eventually, the babysitter calls the police who informs her they will trace the next call. Mm. So obviously they call back, Mm -hmm. they start tracing. After the stranger calls again, the police return her call, advising her to leave immediately. Get Mm -hmm. out of the house. Mm -hmm. She evacuates the home and the police meet her to explain that the calls were coming from inside the house and that the unidentified prowler was calling her from upstairs yes. after killing the children. He killed the children and was baiting her to come up so he could kill her too.
0: God, he had to call her or just fucking go downstairs and kill her.
1: I don't know. I guess he wanted to be more theatric. <laughs> He's like, come upstairs. It's like, I want them all dead in the same room. Check
0: on the children. <laughs> See, so the one so that's what the version is of this one? Yeah. Did you get another version or that was that?
1: I, there was a few, but I just took this one. On the so
0: side. the ver- Now, I didn't hear this one. We actually killed the freaking children, and which made it sucks. Out. Yeah. But the one I heard was the call was coming, and they told the same thing. The cops were like, "Get out of the house! He's in the house." Yeah, and they get out, and it ends up that one of the young boys she was babysitting was the caller, messing with her. Oh,
1: oh, yeah, I like
0: that version better. This one makes me sad.
1: Yeah, that one is sad. It's a Debbie Downer. I don't like that one. Yeah, it is an urban legend, though. Yeah, but still,
0: (laughs) I could see that happening because there's some sickos out there. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it's um so the next one uh-huh. is one of the most i think everyone pretty much familiar with bloody mary oh
0: i love bloody mary's bloody mary uh, very... i didn't
1: know there were so many variations of her though. they're tasty what sorry i was sorry about the drink <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> it didn't even occur to me the drink <laughs> i was like i love
0: bloody mary's <laughs> yeah so there's tons of those there's this tons.
1: folklore uh is a legend of a ghost phantom or spirit conjured to reveal the future Mm-hmm. She is said to appear in a mirror when her name is chanted repeatedly. The Bloody Mary apparition may be benign or malevolent, depending on historic variations of the legend. Mm-hmm. Bloody Mary appearances are mostly witnessed in group participation, play, or by a man who is about to die. Okay, so Not someone one I didn't hear. So someone that. who's
0: about to die can say it. Like, yeah, and okay. the, the, for I've sure they'll heard. come out. I never heard of that. Never either. heard that either.
1: The ritual, which I, I've heard my my particular version of it, but this is uh, a different version. Historically, the divination ritual encouraged young women to walk up a flight of stairs backwards, holding a candle and a hand mirror in a darkened house. Have you ever heard of
0: that? That I did. I heard the bathroom mirror or like yeah. a mirror, but that's kind of creepy.
1: Yeah. Going up
0: the stairs backwards.
1: With a candle in a dimly lit no, house. No, I won't
0: fucking do that. Who
1: would do that? No,
0: I don't like that. <laughs>
1: yeah Yeah, that was creepy this supposedly were like the um the origins of it okay so as they gaze into the mirror they were supposed to be able to catch a view of their future husband's face oh there was however a chance that they would see a skull okay or a grim reaper face instead indicating that they were going to die before they were wed
0: oh that's great
1: never heard of that
0: yeah i've never heard of this one
1: Which is pretty interesting, actually.
0: Just, just the thought of you know a girl just gliding up the stairs back, well, gliding, walking up the stairs backwards, holding a mirror and a candle. Yeah, like no, I I would not do that.
1: That seems like a hazard too. You're walking backwards. You could try try it.
0: it. you could record it.
1: I'll film it. Oh
0: my god. Go on. (laughs) Well, I'm married already, so it doesn't count.
1: Oh, we were both married.
0: We gotta get someone single. We need virgins. Yes, we got. <laughs> <Virgins. laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah,
1: seriously. Not getting
0: my kids to do it. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> so,
1: so, in the ritual of today, Bloody Mary allegedly appears to individuals of groups who ritualistically invoke her name. Mm. This is done by repeatedly chanting her name into a mirror placed in a dimly lit or candlelit room. The name must be uttered thirteen times. I, I personally, three. Yeah, I grew okay. up hearing three times. Me too. Because, you know, three is always everywhere. Yeah. 13, I guess there's a three in it.
0: Hell, 13 is my lucky number, but on.
1: <laughs> so the Bloody Mary apparition allegedly appears as a corpse, witch, or ghost that can be friendly or evil and is sometimes covered in blood, obviously, hence the name. Right. The lore surrounding the ritual states that participants may endure the apparition screaming at them, cursing at them, strangling them, stealing their soul, or drinking their blood. Wow. Or scratching their eyes out
0: oh okay not bad <laughs> not bad a couple options there
1: this pretty much uh it's like the american version of hanako-san because hanako-san is bloody mary yeah, in Japan. yeah
0: yeah But no lizards with the american bloody no, Mary.
1: no no three lizards okay all
0: right very very different yeah in a, in a way but yeah no i haven't heard all those versions of it and mine was you go to the bathroom mirror usually they'd say the bathroom mirror yeah it's usually and you bathroom. say it three times But you have to have the lights out completely. Mm -hmm. No candles, nothing. That's what I remember. uh, And did we ever try it as kids? I think we said it twice and we didn't do the third time because we chickened out. We were like forgetting. I don't know, 10, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, I
1: think I kind of, actually, I think we did do it. I have like a vague memory of it. Was I there? I'm pretty sure. I think it was you, our cousins, cousins, my sister. Of
0: course, our cousins. Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right.
0: We'll have to find out. And actually, our cousin Babs will be on our uh, podcast in October. Babs. Babs. So she <laughs> is going to talk about a cool story, which she's going to surprise us with. So we'll ask her.
1: Yeah. We may change up the format in October and have some other people join yeah. us. And it's just going to be uh, just good fun.
0: Yeah. Good fun. Good old fashioned yes. fun. Yes. Right.
1: So um, they actually tried explaining the phenomenon of uh, Bloody Mary. And some scientists came up with, uh, let me see, uh, like when it's dark, when it's dimly lit and you look into a mirror, something happens in your brain that mm-hmm. makes you see different things. It's called like a strange face illusion, okay. which causes the brain's facial recognition system to misfire. Okay, And they're kind of placing it at that.
0: Well, that a lot of people see it
1: yeah scientists. <laughs> scientists
0: are not gonna think, well there's a spirit or there's a demon yes. or and really i mean you know a little bit on the scientist side here mm-hmm. um our brain you know can just play so many different tricks on us
1: mm-hmm.
0: but you know sometimes you see things as clear as day yes and you just know or you yeah. hear things and you just know so yeah.
1: yeah i
0: can understand where they're kind of getting this from but there's there's some phenomena you just cannot explain
1: yeah so, i agree 100 percent.
0: so do continue
1: So the identification of the Bloody Mary, there's some debate on it, and it's uh, based off a real, the debate is based off a real woman, they're trying to figure out who the real woman was. So some candidates were um, actually the Mary of England the first
0: really okay
1: daughter of henry the eighth and catherine of aragon
0: oh yeah henry crazy yes fucker. who
1: had around <laughs> 300 religious dissenters burned at the stake during her her reign and did was you? known later by the nickname of bloody mary
0: oh that would make sense i did not know that damn
1: i did not <laughs> know that at all
0: you said 300 300 holy crap
1: uh-huh and another one might be elizabeth barthory bathory a 17th century hungarian countess who allegedly tortured and killed around 650 girls and women bathed in their blood yes. and was accused of vampirism
0: i've heard of her her i've heard of because and she also thought that it would keep her young, young and supple young yeah. so that's why she did it so but i could see like <laughs> i'm not gonna say what my brother just said. <laughs> yeah, but I, video. I, I...
1: <laughs> young and supple thank god no, we're
0: not recording this <laughs> But I could see the queen Yeah, because like 300 women burned at the stake.
1: Yeah, and then the countess did 650.
0: Damn.
1: And then the last one was Mary Worth, who has been identified as either a woman who killed slaves escaping the American South via the Underground Railroad, Mm -hmm. or a woman who was burned at the stake during the witch trials in the early modern period.
0: I don't know why I have a feeling it's the queen.
1: It might be. She was the
0: first. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right.
1: All right. I'm going to go to the last urban legend that I'm going to cover. Yes. And this one might get under your skin. Ooh. No puns intended. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's so hear it. This one is the spider bite. Ah, there we go. But I'm <laughs> <laughs> I was like, under, uh, under your skin. Okay. Oh. So a young girl is asleep while the spider crawls across her face and rests on her cheek for a few moments. Have you heard this?
0: I think so. I don't want to say it, but I think so. We're there. Mm, okay. Gone.
1: So the next morning, she asks her mother about the red spot on her cheek, and her mother responds, it looks like a spider bite, honey. It will go away. <laughs> Just don't scratch it. Okay, sweetie P. <laughs> As time passes, the spot grows into a small boil. She confronts her mother again and complains that it is getting larger and that it's sore. The mother replies, that happens sometimes. It's coming to a head. Oh. More days pass. And the girl complains that it hurts and is unsightly. Finally concerned that it might be infected, the mother agrees to take her to a doctor.
0: Hallelujah. But
1: he is not available until the next day. In order to soothe herself that evening, the girl takes a bath. And as she soaks, the boil bursts and releases a swarm of baby spiders into the water from the eggs that the mother had laid.
0: It's a disgusting. disgusting. And I've heard this. I've heard this one. Yeah. I, actually, there was... Oh, God, what show was it? Was Do you remember Tales of the crypt or tales yes, from the crypt that was awesome i think they had an episode like that i think with this particular urban have, legend yeah. it was i don't know what some show had it but it's disgusting
1: oh my god it just brought back memories yeah
0: tales of the crypt tales of the, oh my oh, god it was so cool yeah so old but I, yeah it
1: probably it's probably shit now but remembering it as a child it was. i've scary. seen
0: some reruns like i remember last year i forgot what channel it was on and i was mm-hmm. watching and i was like it's still it's, it's pretty cool it's a cool show i mean obviously the crypt keeper looks stupid yeah, as hell yeah, yeah. but it, i'm gonna it watch a cool it show.
1: tonight <laughs> i'm gonna introduce esther to it i'm, oh I'm my sure God. she's never seen it no probably not it's, it's, what is this shit
0: it's, is, <laughs> from like halloween store yeah. Skeleton. but yeah i i remember i've heard it and i and i saw some flick on it so that's disgusting but i could see some insects like burrowing into but it's like as a mother like you would take your kid i don't care if the doctor is not yeah. open for they take them to an er yeah go to a clinic no
1: honey it's just a cobra just a bite. Spider bite sweetie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you'll be
1: dead in three hours don't worry <laughs> <You'll be fine. laughs> yeah and this no. i mean there's um the legend of the spider bite emerged as a modern legend in europe in the 70s but it, it echoes earlier manifestations of the blossom serpent story type where all the types of creatures enter the body and sometimes reproduce there mm. there's like a whole sleuth of them
0: and there's been oh god it was another documentary since so much crap on tv um did he go to the amazon i forgot some guy and it was like a boil but on his calf mm-hmm. and there were like worms that had like a worm had burrowed in and there were other yeah. baby worms that were and Oof. all of a sudden like within three weeks like all these worms yeah. We're coming out from the open store. It was disgusting, and yeah. that was real. Yeah, yeah. So some
1: parasite or, oh, or some yeah, shit. Yeah, so
0: disgusting. Sorry. That's
1: disgusting. Yeah, It was sure. gross.
0: Yeah, we totally changed the show around.
1: So today, but- I'm done with the Ur- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm done with the urban legends. Now this story. It's a little different okay and it is a true story about the new jersey watcher yeah
0: this i have no idea i, have, I haven't heard the title so i don't know if maybe you talk about the story but i've never heard this i'm story.
1: not even sure if they called him the new jersey watcher so <laughs>
0: it's like a person well tell us tell us tell us i don't want to
1: yeah they call actually yeah they called him the watcher but so to get into it the the husband the family his name is derek i believe it's broadest okay broad yeah i think it's broadest i'm not even sure how okay. the pronunciation of his so it's name like a family yeah so his family thought they were moving into their dream home mm-hmm. until a series of disturbing letters signed by the watcher okay scared them out of it so the watcher wrote a series of threatening letters to the broadest family until they could stand it no more and they kind of moved out but derek and maria brought they couldn't have been any more excited to move into their dream house at 657 boulevard is and it still there it is still there in the well-to-do <laughs> town of Westfield, New Jersey. New Jersey. It's a pretty affluent area. Mm-hmm. So, but as the couple was preparing to settle into the 1.3 million dollar house with their three children, they received this disturbing note in the mail—more okay. like a letter. Yeah. Signed only the watcher. The letter had no return address, but whoever wrote it seemed to have been watching the broad- the carefully. Now, the full letters were never released by these. Um, they were never released. And okay. These are just tidbits that I was able to get.
0: So they were never public? You can't get any? I wonder what was on it, but whatever. Okay.
1: So, so some of the letters wrote, I see already that you have flooded 657 Boulevard with contractors so that you can destroy the house as it was supposed to be. The letter continued, Tsk, tisk tisk, Bad move. You don't want to make 657 Boulevard unhappy.
0: Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. fucking weird.
1: Yes. Even more disturbing, the watcher noted the Brutuses' Three children, and asked if there were more on the way. Oh shit! In quotations, do you need to fill the house with the young blood I requested? Better for me. What? Yeah, it's really fucking strange. Strange letters that this guy was, this guy or woman whoever was sending.
0: And, and I'm assuming like they had like one of those mailboxes in front of the house. Was that? Yes,
1: yeah, yeah. Where it wasn't like right at the house. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Mm. That's crazy.
1: So in the weeks that followed, these bizarre messages from the watcher grew more and more threatening until the Broduses pretty much backed out of the move altogether Mm. it was i'll explain further okay okay so uh he goes on to say was your old house too small for the growing family question mark the watcher wrote in his first letter or was it greed to bring me your children
0: what (laughs) the hell
1: so before they they bought what's now known as the watcher house in 2014 the broadest's were a fairly average suburban family Maria Broaddus had grown up in Westfield, New Jersey, just blocks away from that address, 657 Boulevard. Derek, her husband, on the other hand, had grown up in Maine in a working class family. But from his humble beginnings, he had worked his way up to a position as a senior vice president in a Manhattan insurance company. Okay,
0: so he's mm-hmm. doing well.
1: So he got the money, he got the cheddar. He's got the mula. <laughs> so in June 2014, after Derek celebrated his 40th birthday... The couple closed on the six bedroom house at 657 Boulevard and began making renovations to move in with their five, eight, and 10 year old children.
0: Those are young. And that time. was 2014, you said? Yes. Okay. So I'm like, didn't people, like, did they have cameras then? I, like, that's
1: exactly what I was thinking. Like, why wouldn't you put up a like, camera? Like, to see who
0: the hell is doing that? Mm-hmm. Hmm. And
1: they didn't, from what I've read, but okay. let me continue. Okay, yeah, sorry. So uh, the Watcher's letter started. The first letter arrived at the Watcher house on june uh, in a june evening sorry okay derek brought had been painting a few walls at his family's new home and after finishing up he checked the mail to discover a white card-sized envelope addressed in the ha- thick handwriting to just the new owner
0: okay
1: the type it was a typed letter the type letter started off with the warm words of welcome with warm words of welcome but soon devolved into bizarre and threatening passages that described how the author had watched the house for decades they claim that decades. their father and grandfather before them had also watched the house at 657 Boulevard, which was built in 1905. Oh, some guys claiming the history. He's the watcher, and his, gra- his father was a watcher, and his grandfather was a What are they watching?
0: Watching
1: what? The keep? I don't know. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs>
0: We're watchers. Okay. So
1: he wrote in the letter, do you know the history of the house? Do you know what lies within the walls of 657 Boulevard? Why are you here? I will find out.
0: What the hell?
1: He continued, I pass many times a day. 657 Boulevard is my job, my life, my obsession. And now you are too, Brothers family. Welcome to the product of your greed.
0: What the hell?
1: Yeah. The letter also said, I asked the woods to bring me young blood, and it looks like they listen. Wow. Referring to the house's previous owner. They were the woods. Yeah. The letter asked the children's name, saying... Once I know their names, I will call to them and draw them to me.
0: Uh, so, now you're threatening the kids, dude. Yeah. Wow.
1: So obviously they were unsettled by that. Right. Derek called the Westfield police who recommended moving any construction equipment outside of the house in, in case the watcher became um, emboldened enough to throw something through the window and yeah. it caused damage. Yeah. The, poli- the police also advised the broadest not to say anything to other neighbors yet as they were now all suspects.
0: Right, because you don't know if it's a neighbor who wants them out or yeah, maybe ooh. somebody else wanted to buy the house. Yeah,
1: hence the fucking camera.
0: Yeah, exactly. Or <laughs> hell, I would plant myself behind a freaking bush Yeah. and I'd become a bastard with a baseball a, bat.
1: A bush disguise. And hell yeah, like, like, <laughs> a gully, yeah. A ghillie like, suit.
0: <laughs> oh my God, no. I'd be like waiting with my baseball bat and as soon as that Mother effort comes out. <laughs> Damn.
1: Holy crap. So the is next contacted the Woods family. Okay. Who had sold them the house. So Andrea Woods confirmed getting an odd note signed by the watcher, but said she had dismissed it as harmless and had thrown it away.
0: And they're the ones who they bought the house from? Yes,
1: they were the sellers.
0: Oh, okay, I wonder how long they were there.
1: I think uh, yeah, it's going to go on. Okay, uh, okay. She was also said that uh, her and her husband lived in the house for 23 years and only oh. heard the watcher once. Wow. Oh. Which is strange, right? But Derek and Maria, they couldn't shake their fear that they were being watched. The second letter from the watcher arrived two weeks after the first. This time it was addressed to the Broadduses by name and the author listed their three children by name. I'm sorry, their three children by birth order and all their nicknames.
0: What? Okay. Creepy. That's really not cool. Yeah. Creepy, not cool, and what the fuck?
1: He went on, the watcher mentioned an easel that one of their daughters had set up on a porch only visible from the side or rear of the house oh my god asking is she the artist in the family?
0: oh shit
1: (laughs) additionally the second later letter made more oblique references to something hidden in the walls of the house and thanked the Broadduses for bringing more young blood Hmm. the watcher also added 657 boulevard is anxious for you to move in one of the letters read according to a New York magazine and they
0: were in already
1: yeah um yeah they they were doing they were doing like the renovations and like the father would go but the the children
0: would come sometimes come and go yeah um
1: so according to the new york magazine it had been years and years since the young blood ruled the hallways of this house have you found all the secrets it holds yet he continued Mm -hmm. will the young blood play in the basement or are they too afraid to go down there alone i would be very afraid if i was then It is far away from the rest of the house. If you were upstairs, you would never hear them scream.
0: Fuck that. I'd be like, you know what? No, I'd be like, we're gone. That's it. Put it up for (laughs) sale. Would you? You know, that's the thing. Again, I'm thinking 2014, there must have been some kind of technology. Mm -hmm. Get a recording somehow, camera, hide it, put it out there. Or like I said, hide behind a tree. And I don't care if I had to camp out for two damn days. Mm -hmm. I'm going to catch this mother effer.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I asked Esther the same thing. Like, what the hell would you do? Like, yeah. we moved into this place, right? And right. What happened? What would you? She was like, I move the hell out. I was like, no. I'd you, kill the motherfucker. Yeah, you wanna you wanna find who the hell it
0: is, like what the and what if you move to another house and they're just obsessed with your family? Yeah. And you're getting letters at the other house. Yeah, but I no. feel this
1: way now. If I had kids, it might be a whole different story.
0: Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like 2014, there must have been has technology, be. yeah. or hell, I'd hire. a... Pro- you went into a one point something million dollar house. I think you can hire security mm-hmm. to prowl the, the the property for you.
1: Yeah. And
0: tell you what's going on if they saw somebody catch them, let, you know, bring in the police, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure they could have afforded something. I'm the assuming. Yeah. But go ahead. Sorry. No problem. <laughs> Sorry. I get pissed.
1: So after they got a second letter, Derek and Maria began to feel panicked and, and edgy all around the new neighborhood. So because they, um, they were seeing, you know, who's the potential stalker? Who yeah. the hell is it? So they put their renovations on hold and stopped taking their kids to the house mm. after that one. Mm-hmm. A third letter arrived a couple of weeks later. Where have you gone to? 657 boulevard is missing you oh
0: my god <laughs> psycho what a freaking psycho
1: deeply troubled by the letters the Broaddus has continued to reach out to westfield police detective leonard lugo who led the investigation for a time lugo suspected the next door neighbor michael langford who had been diagnosed with schizophrenia oh uh, okay so he was like prime suspect for a bit right i could see that however the DNA found on one of the envelopes indicated that a woman had sealed them with her saliva and that the sample didn't match anyone in the Langford home. Furthermore, Michael Langford denied any involvement and his family backed him up, saying mm-hmm. there was no way he would write such threatening notes. Right. Desperate for answers, the Broadduses enlisted a slew of experts to investigate. Derek reached out to a real-life FBI agent who inspired the character of Clowice, starting The Silence of the Lamb.
0: Oh yeah, Clarice.
1: So he got the actual guy. Okay. With whom he was actually on a school board of trustees. Okay. So the broadest has also tapped former FBI agent Robert Lenahan to do a threat assessment on the on the letter itself.
0: Like how how threatening how yeah. le- how real are mm-hmm. we like real are we in person? jeopardy
1: or is this guy fucking with us and it could, and it
0: could be a woman who wrote it exactly you don't know if it's a man or a woman
1: Yep. Yeah. and uh, like we said before um, the the DNA actually. He came up with a woman that sealed the envelope.
0: Also, oh, it was a woman's the DNA. Had sealed okay, okay, the yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, you did say that, right? Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, so his analysis showed that the writer was likely, likely an older person based on the vocabulary and their habit of double spacing after a period. So, I do that. Yeah. <laughs> Hence the older. Ah, <laughs> sonny, that's just the proper way to do it. <laughs> so Lenahan concluded that the letter uh, writer didn't appear overly threatening. But their uh their obviously erratic thoughts could suggest unpredictability
0: yeah
1: and they also hired the security firm kroll
0: ah there we go to
1: look for handwriting matches to the envelopes but none emerged still determined to get answers the family hired a forensic linguist robert leonard to scour local forums for language patterns that resembled the mysterious watcher's notes. Hmm. But all those efforts came to nothing.
0: Lots of resources right there. Oh, yeah. How about security How about for the secu- grounds? For ah. the grounds, a camera. Yeah, yeah. So
1: despite assembling an incredible investigative team, the Broadduses had no answer. That's so stupid. So she said, the wife, <laughs> at the end of the day, it came down to, what are you willing to risk? Maria Bratis said. We weren't going to put our, our kids in harm's way. Mm-hmm. So, what did they decide to do? They fucking moved. They decided to sell the house. Uh, Check this out. Oh, God. Finally, six months after the first letter arrived, Derek and Maria put the house on the market, asking for a bit more than they had paid, as they assumed their renovations would rise the value. Mm -hmm. However, after they disclosed the bizarre watcher letters to potential buyers, all offers didn't go through. Of
0: course, who the hell's gonna buy it? Yeah. (laughs) Especially somebody with kids, like, fuck you, you keep the house. (laughs) It's like...
1: So later in 2015, the Broadduses filed a suit against the Woods family for not disclosing to them the letter that they had received from the watchers before the sale.
0: But it was one letter. One letter. Mm-hmm.
1: But in 2017, it took fucking two years for this, a New Jersey judge threw out the suit saying it could set an unreasonable precedent for what sellers would have to disclose. Right. So meanwhile, uh, some, in the comp- uh, some in the community began to wonder if the Broadduses were sending the letters to themselves. In order to get out of a house that they could n- no longer afford.
0: Oh, I didn't even think about that.
1: Me neither. That was a really cool side of it. But as one resident told um, a magazine, Gothamist, how can a couple with a three hundred thousand I don't even know how he knows this. But yeah. How can a couple with a three hundred thousand dollar house in Scotch Plains and a hundred seventy five thousand dollar mortgage ten years ago have one point one million mortgage now? I mean, that was 10 years, so a lot can happen in 10 years.
0: Yeah, 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 exactly. In
1: 2016, the Broadduses made a brief effort to have the house torn down and redeveloped the lot. Their plans weren't approved, but a final letter from the watcher arrived, threatening to exact revenge on them if they harmed the house. The letter read, Maybe a car accident. Maybe a fire. Maybe something as simple as mild illness that never seems to go away, but makes you feel sick day after day after day after day after day. Maybe the mysterious death of a pet. Loved ones suddenly die. Planes and cars and bicycles crash. Bones break.
0: What a <laughs> twisted motherfucker. They
1: went on to say, You wonder who the Watcher is? Turn around, idiots.
0: What?
1: I have no idea. After years on the market, the Watcher house finally sold in 2019. Jeez. With the Broadduses taking a $440,000 loss.
0: Holy shit. <laughs> so they had the house and they were also uh paying for the other house they had mm-hmm. i would have been like i guess i'm gonna foreclose screw this
1: oh yeah that's an option
0: or or yeah i mean that's insane but i guess i guess they had enough of the money to just keep it going i guess that's that's a lot of money
1: that's crazy yeah it is a lot of money
0: okay so so what happened
1: so who was a so-called westfield watcher well derek broadest maintains that an unhinged and dangerous neighbor might have set the unsettling letters. Others believe, like we've mentioned, the Brotuses had created it themselves. Yeah. And as for theories that the Brotuses faked the Watcher, Derek flatly denies them as he told the cut This person attacked my family, and where I'm from, if you do that, you get your ass beat.
0: Yeah. When Joysy. <laughs>
1: They're Maine. <now. laughs> from Maine to Joysy. Joysy. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, that's the story. I mean, uh, they sold the house, and I don't think anything's been since.
0: But it doesn't—it doesn't make sense though, because they—they they suffered a four hundred thousand dollar loss. Mm-hmm. They bought it in two thousand fourteen. They sold it. You said what? Two thousand nineteen. Yeah. So five years later, mm-hmm. they lost four hundred grand down the hole. Yeah. I can't. Why would they have done that themselves?
1: I don't know. It doesn't make sense. And maybe they had a different idea in their mind that if they could prove try to prove that someone crazy is they could back out of the deal or something
0: but the so the new person do we know who owns it now no I... so so whoever bought it now i, I we, guess everything's quiet because
1: yeah i mean maybe the watcher died because it was only <laughs> if you
0: think about it, it was only three years ago that's that they resold it yeah it's 2022.
1: Been, at least maybe the family's keeping it private or they've, they're they renting out a room to the watcher. Who knows? <laughs>
0: I'll just stay in the basement and shut the fuck up. Just pay some rent and
1: leave us the fuck alone. <laughs> leave alone, <laughs>
0: all right? It's fine. Just write whatever you want to write and stay in the basement. Yeah. That's crazy. What a crazy story. That's
1: pretty cool, right? I remember reading this years ago. And they're ago.
0: in Maine now.
1: No, he came from Maine. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry.
0: Okay. So where did, did they live I,
1: in? I don't know where they went. This is... Yeah. I
0: want to look into this some more. I want to huge, find these people. What a
1: huge loss.
0: That's crazy. But that's what I'm saying. Like, And then where they disclosed the letters. like There were letters that they were getting. Did they yeah. have to disclose the letters?
1: Legally, I guess not. Because the judge already threw out that's the other case. That's what I'm case. saying. It's yeah. different
0: if you had um, a murder or something like mm-hmm. that. Or you know, it was stigmatized somehow. But you're getting some crazy letters yeah, I don't know. Do you have to disclose that? I wonder why they disclosed it. So that's kind of funny to me, too, that they disclosed yes. it. Like, why would you disclose it? It's
1: very fishy all around. But if
0: they're trying to sell it, then I would think they're not going to disclose it.
1: Yeah. Unless they didn't want any uh, legal repercussions, but they already went through it. So mm. the judge already said, hey, this letter is, you know.
0: Interesting. hmm Interesting. So
1: that's the New Jersey Watcher.
0: I'm going to be thinking about this one for a while, trying to make sense of it.
1: Yeah, there's a... There's I want
0: to see where they are. Like, where are these people?
1: We got to look them up.
0: Huh. What are their names again? Derek The Brotis. Brotis. yeah. Okay. All right. We're, I'm going to try to look. Not now. I'll do it later. I was like, <laughs> yeah, we'll have like, an update on the I'm next like, one. I want to know where they are. <laughs> Derek, where are you? Mary. Oh, Maria. What's her name? Mary? <laughs> <laughs> Derek.
1: <laughs> Maria.
0: <laughs> Maria. I'm thinking Bloody Mary. Sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Interesting. Very interesting. But, mm-hmm. but it is interesting, though, that the wood's family that was there before them did get a letter
1: they yeah they mentioned it but was it a letter in the beginning or was it a letter could he have wrote in the written the letter himself and just gave it to them before the closing happened like who knows what the hell? yeah happened when was here.
0: what's the time frame of that letter
1: yeah i read at one article that it was um sometime in between when they were staying there and then another article was as they were leaving hmm. which um i guess if he you know made the story up or whatever that could be possible. Interesting. Yeah, I found a very, it was very interesting to me.
0: It is very interesting. Well, thank you for all that. And now I've got a lot of shit in my head between Urban Legends and this New Jersey watcher.
1: Yeah, and the runner at home.
0: Oh my God, please. (laughs) I gotta go. Now it's dark outside. I gotta go back home. I'm like, yeah. And I'll be be there alone in the morning because the kids start like, stuff on the weekend so yeah but which again i've handled shit i'm fine but it's just you know i don't like the fact that just came by the bed and then ran out yeah
1: that's creepy and
0: you know puts down my water bottle like what are you doing you
1: got your own watcher great yeah (laughs) just
0: don't start writing any letters please (laughs) anyway guys but Thank you guys for listening in. Um, again, any of the urban legends, if you've got a, a different one that you've heard from any of the stories Ari just told us, let us know. If you have any information about this family, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the Broaddises.
1: Or if you know how to pronounce her last name, <laughs> if we're saying it wrong.
0: The Broaddises, the Broaddises. The Broaddises. Might be Broad. I don't know. But I it think it's Broaddis. It looks like so. But yeah, if you have any info or you know, like, their whereabouts or maybe some more information that we're missing from the story I'd love to hear it and again you can shoot us an email at hauntingsandbooze at gmail.com you can twitter us at hauntingsandbooze or message us on instagram at hauntingsandbooz or of course find us on Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. So we're gonna talk to you all next week. Next week, week. and uh, I'm not gonna say what we're supposed to do next week because September's almost <laughs> yeah. over. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening. We're really excited. It's like October soon, and mm-hmm. got our the countdown to Halloween. And never forget, you may think you're alone, but, but you, you never, never really are. are. I'm a wheel watcher. Bloody Mary. <laughs> let